This is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. It's a pleasure to have Trevor and Janet with us who do their kids ministry at LifeSpring Horsham but have had a passion for children's work for a number of years um, and have uh, been involved in the children's work at Catalyst and the devoted events as well. Um, I'm sure they'll introduce themselves a bit anyway. And um, We are recording the session as well so at the end of this time for a Q&A um, we're going to kind of try and structure that a bit so that it's still on the recording as well. So if you do ask a question, I'm going to ask the person answering the question to repeat the question for the recording, just so that other people can use the resources as well afterwards. That's probably good. Are all the sessions being recorded? All of the sessions are being recorded and will be available on the website after the event, and you'll get an email um, confirming when all of that's up from the main sessions and from all the seminars. Okay. So, without further ado, Trevor. Great, thank you. Well, thank you very much for coming to the best <laughs> seminar. I was just thinking, what a great morning we've had. Yes. Mm. How are we going to follow that? But uh, actually, a lot of things that Jared said this morning really rang true with uh, Janet and I and some of the things we uh, you know, like, like to do with the kids. So, really excited to be here. Thanks for coming to uh, seminar. Before we introduce ourselves, I'd love to find out a bit about you. Who's working with children in, in your church? A few, of you, a few of you. Does anyone actually head up the kids' work? In Yeah, we've got youth, a team. Youth work. Youth work, yeah. yeah. I meant youth work and kids. What about youth work? Does anyone do youth work? Or No? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Excellent. So just to uh, yeah, introduce uh, myself, um, I'm Trevor, that's Janet, my uh, wife at the back there, and uh, why don't I say right at the start, we've got an amazing kids team uh, helping us at the back already, and uh, we'll get them involved uh, later on. The other thing I was going to say, was anyone here two years ago when we, we did this same semester? The children were here two years ago. <laughs> I'm actually glad you're not, because uh, then we won't be repeating anything. So that's uh, brilliant. So um, for well, Janet and I have worked with uh, in kids' work probably since we were in kids' work ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we just transferred from doing kids' work to uh, being leaders, and we've been leaders ever since. Uh, but. Uh, for the last nearly 15 years, I can't believe that, we've been, uh, or I've been employed as a children's worker at what was King's Church, but is now called Life Spring Church in Horsham. Uh, and over that period of time, we've really had the honour of seeing uh, Holy Spirit move with our kids and seeing our kids listening to God, hearing from God, doing the prophetic. Um, perhaps in ways that I wouldn't have imagined when we, when we started. So that's been really exciting. Welcome, more children to the team. Yeah, you've just been rounding them up, haven't you? I have, Very, very good. As well as uh, being uh, employed by the church, I also uh, involved in something called Children Changing Nations. Uh, a number of uh, kids workers... Uh, it's a long story, I can't go into how it uh, happened, but well, it's an exciting story in itself. 
set up something called Children's Changing Nations where we take children to significant places to pray for revival and to pray for the nation. So, sort of things we do, we've taken children up to stand beside Big Ben, uh, the, the actual bell, so as it tolls, they then pray revival over, they declare revival over the nation. We've done things like taking them into uh, the House of Parliament, um, into Downing Street, uh, it's amazing. Children get access where we don't. So if that's something you think, wow, that's that's cool, and you've got children you think might like to be involved in that, then you can search on the website. If you search for Children Changing Nations, you'll find our, <coughs> our website. So earlier this year, just uh, about a couple of months ago, we were standing in Westminster Abbey with a group of children behind the altar screen in uh, something, something that's called the Edward the Confessor Chapel. It's somewhere we've had the honour and privilege of going to several times before and just standing with children and getting them to pray for the nation and declare you know, great things over our government, over our country, over our church. And at the end of the time, this time, as I... As I stepped out, I just felt Holy Spirit just, just come so, so powerfully. And we've felt it so many times in that place, God's presence. And uh, there's a guy, Aaron, who uh, hosts us there from the Abbey. Amazingly, not a Christian. But uh, it's really impacted him every time we've, uh, we've been there and we've gone. And he said this to, to us afterwards. He said, do you know what you're doing? It's like you're, you're building on top of a legacy over hundreds and hundreds of years where people have come as pilgrims to this abbey and they pray for the church, they pray for that nation. And your kids have been doing that. And it was a reminder to me that uh, we've got a great heritage of kids uh, and the way God's used them and used them in revival. And... Just a couple of weeks ago, I came across this uh, video, or saw this video at another conference I was attending, and, well, I'll just show it to you. It's a, you'll get the drift. It's about uh, kids and how they've been used in revival in the past. If it all goes wrong... <coughs>
it's inspiring, isn't it? To think that uh, all of that has gone before. <coughs> Who are we raising up our children to be? Are we raising them up to be a revival generation? Who know who they are, know whose they are, and know that they have a destiny. Are you, are you, rela- are you releasing your children and raising them up to be releases of revival? There was a, a couple of great quotes in that, uh, in that video. The meeting went on hour after hour, yet the children showed no desire to leave. I had nothing to do or say as the Lord seemed to have complete control. I just tried to keep out of the way. Just like you uh, to ask you a question, maybe just to discuss amongst yourself, just for a couple of minutes, uh, where do you think you we could be getting in the way of our children encountering God where do you think we could be getting in the way of our children encountering God you might want to chat with the person next to you, get to know them, say hello if you don't know them Okay, just going to give you another minute. I just get to Okay, we're going to um, we're going to, we're just going to find out what you think. So maybe uh, just just to throw out some throw out some answers, and we just chuck them on the board. The children aren't the church of the future, they're the church of now. <coughs> the children aren't the ch- church of the future, aren't the church of the past, they're the church of now. No, the church of the future. They're not the church of the future, they're the church of now. That's good. What else have we got? We often don't allow space or environments for, for, God, for God to speak because we've got 
set things that we're internally teaching. We don't leave space or have environments for children to have the opportunity to encounter God. What else? Being a controlling parent. <laughs> Being a yeah. controlling parent. <laughs> yeah. Having that overall, am I doing enough to give him God when I don't need to give him God? He's already got it. Very good. Anything else? Other restrictions, volunteers, safeguarding. Are we backing away from what we can do because of our own restrictions? Are we backing away what we can do because of our own restrictions? Very good. Anything yeah, else? Providing providing entertainment. I think I think we can. I think because it can become kind of providing entertainment for the children, mm. and actually that's giving them something to look at that's not good. So good. Are we just providing entertainment or are we giving them opportunities to encounter God? It, uh, that's very interesting because that's one of the things I see so much when I travel around and see kids work, operate. I think they're great at the gunge, they're great at the games, they're great at getting the kids involved, but the kids don't have any opportunity to respond or encounter to God. Anything else anyone wants to say? Okay, well, come back. <laughs> that's, thanks, Janet. That's really good. I just want to throw out another question to you, um, just to be, just to get you thinking uh, as we go through. When was the last time you knew, when you're doing something with kids, you were going to be in trouble if God didn't show up? And it's a bit related to what you said, because I think as uh, kids workers, I remember just being so reliant on the programme and so driven by what was in the programme that uh, not only was I not giving space for God to, to show up, I'm not sure what I would have done if he had showed up. How often do you go into a meeting and just say, OK, God, you're going to have to show up today otherwise this isn't going to work. It's a bit like us, a bit like this for me today with those children over there. These are not children that I you know, normally work with, but I know God's going to speak through them today. If we're going to uh, push in for all God wants with our kids, we need to take risks and rely on God. just want to tell you something, a little bit of my story, because... What activated me was this. God gave me a picture. And it was a picture where I was standing in a, a huge industrial-sized warehouse and I saw all these young shoots everywhere. And I saw myself walking up and down the rows with a watering can, watering them all. I thought, yeah, that's me with kids. You know, I'm going around watering, watering away. And God said, no, I will do the watering. Mm. And suddenly, in the ceiling, all these industrial sprinklers, sprinklers came on and sprinkled everything all at once. And you know, there's something about a, a greenhouse. A greenhouse is an, is an environment. And it's an environment that's been set up specifically so that those young plants have the absolute perfect opportunity to, to be all they can be and to grow into strong, healthy plants. And, you know, I think it's like that with our kids and our kids' ministries. 
the key thing for me is to build that environment, is to work on that environment where our kids have every opportunity to encounter God. So, you know, when people ask me the how, it's actually about setting that environment, setting that atmosphere. I loved it this morning that Jared was talking about atmosphere so much. You know, it's part of, part of setting the environment is creating that atmosphere where children are going to encounter God. Just going to show you this quickly. It's a, it, it's a model that uh, we use. Not that you can do things by model, not that there's any formula to this, but it just helps us when we're, doing, when we're planning our kids' ministry... Actually, everything we, we do is working towards an encounter. So all the things we do in that triangle, uh, our values, we've got honour, expectation, welcome, permission, worship, teaching, response. We run out of time to go through all of those. But everything we do, we're doing so that those children have a, a chance to encounter God for themselves. Uh, and I'm just going to pick out today... Three of those, I think, are really important and have made a a huge impact with us. Uh, And it's these three things. So setting that environment with honour, expectation and worship. So let's start with honour. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honouring each other. What is honour? It's high respect, great esteem, the quality of knowing what is uh, morally right. It's to fulfil an obligation or an agreement. But Danny Silk puts it like this. Honour is based on our ability to see what is valuable, wonderful and miraculous in other people and appreciate being in awe of loving, acknowledging and otherwise responding to them in the way that they deserve. You know, we talk about honour with our kids all the time. It's one of the the biggest things that... uh, we do. We speak about honour. We take opportunity, opportunities to revisit speaking about honour. We want our children to feel like royalty, to feel like champions, a bit like that throne over there. We want to affirm them. We want to love them and we want to honour them. So what does honour look like for us? Well, a lot of it is related to setting up that greenhouse environment. It's welcoming each other into the room. Welcoming each other as leaders into room. What, what do we as leaders bring into that room? Whatever you're doing, whether it's just at home or whether it's with your kids, what you take into that room is uh, going to affect the atmosphere in that room. And it affects the way the children... Are, can respond do we make room for God do we honour him enough to make room for him 
one of the things we've learned as leaders is that we need to get out of the way. Yes. We actually need to get out of the way and let our children encounter him. We honour God by worshipping him and worship changes the atmosphere in the room like it did this morning downstairs. We have a pre-meeting. How many people in there who do kids work have a pre-meeting beforehand and worship and pray before you... uh, Somebody's hands got up. I've seen you before though, haven't I? It's one of the things that as leaders we're absolutely... um, I, I can't stress this enough. This has made the biggest difference to us is uh, worshipping before we do our kids' ministry. <coughs> so if we haven't worshipped beforehand ourselves, we actually tell our children that worship is the most important thing that they're going to do today. And if we do nothing else, we're going to worship him. Have we modelled that as children? Do you, yes. Sorry, do, you mean, do you mean worshipping in the church before the children go out? Or do you mean worshipping at the start of the so we as a kids team do both of those things we do worship in church but beforehand we we pray we worship and we just like to uh, we just find it changes the atmosphere in the room if we worshiped in the room that we're going to uh, do our kids ministry in first and you worship them with the children and we worship with them with the children as well so this is all about setting up that environment before they uh, before they walk in So we show honour by the way we prepare our worship beforehand. We want Holy Spirit to actually own our meetings and not us. So I, I'm quite famous for saying we've got a plan, which as a kids worker who writes my own material, you're usually sort of, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. But actually, are you prepared to say, well, God, if you show up? There's so many times we've just dropped that plan because uh, God's turned up and he's taken us in a completely different uh, direction. Do you know what? With kids, you have the opportunity to make every single child feel loved, feel special, and feel like royalty. We want them to feel like they are the most important thing uh, when they walk into a room. And it's very easy to assume that somebody else is going to do that rather than you. So we like to high five them say hello it's great to see you to affirm them say wow you've got an amazing smile today how did you where did you get that from how did you bring that with you Uh, we look for every opportunity to um, look for gold in them and to affirm them invest in them spend time with them reinforce their identity and be as encouraging as you possibly can you cannot be too encouraging even if uh, you know one of them gets up and they're telling you about the death of their hamster, you know, encourage them. Oh, I'm so glad you shared that today. You know, we want to share in that pain with you. Just encourage them as much as you can. You can't overdo it. Be em- be empathetic. Validate them. Get down on their level. How often do you? Uh, I heard of a church. Actually, I think it's in this sphere. Um, where when children come in the, the leaders are actually trained to go down like this and say hey it's great to meet you so they'll greet the parents and they'll greet the child they get down on their level it's all about setting up that environment Environment honour is so so important 
and what we've discovered is that doing this over the long term can have a it can have a massive impact on God showing up and helping your children to encounter him have a goal of your children being involved in everything leading worship changing the direction of the meeting praying praying in the microphone at the front it's so easy for us to do it for them sometimes I really have to you know I have to say no it's not me it's, it's you. you you open in prayer you you lead this worship song and don't dismiss anything their child brings at the meeting and another amazing thing is allow them to bring the give them the freedom to bring personal revelation things that they're discovering about God uh, as you go along I can't stress enough get out of the way have the children open in prayer how often do you uh, say to your children so what's God saying what's God saying now what's he saying actually Janet can I just interrupt uh, you at the moment children can I you're doing a great job by that what do you feel God's saying at the moment do you think he's saying anything is he speaking to any of you what do you think he's saying right now what do you feel they're too shy that's fine Isabel come on Isabel what do you think he's saying no it's hard in a bigger group like this isn't it they haven't practiced this <laughs> go on then Isabel So I'm 103. She can come and read out what you've got. That'd be brilliant. Let's give Isabella a round of applause. Come on, read it out in a big, loud voice. Um, praise the Lord, O oh my soul, all my inmost being praises holy name who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles the lord works righteousness wow thank you before you go what do you think god's pointing out in that to us right now you don't know that's all right thank you let's give visible now we like to uh, I like to actually find out what the kids are doing, what they're hearing, because sometimes we're, we're doing our thing and the kids are on something else, God's speaking to them. Sometimes we've been in a meeting and you start seeing children just picking up the Bibles and they're just flicking through them. You go, What's he saying? What's he saying? What have I, what have I missed? So just keep your, keep your eyes open. And that's another way of honouring uh, honoring the children. Honour the parents as well honour them for the fact that you get the privilege of looking after their children for an hour or whatever it is encourage them and inspire them too so honour has made a huge difference to us um, 
and then expectation. I like this. You know this verse. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Spurgeon had another take on this verse. Train up a child in the way he should go, but be sure you go that way yourself. Yes. Now, if you want to see, uh, if you want to see children uh, hearing, hearing from God, moving in the supernatural, you've got to be doing that stuff. We've got to be doing it ourselves too. We've got to be modelling it ourselves. I can't lead the children where they haven't, where I haven't been myself we set expectation all the time so in our pre-meeting as part of the pre-meeting going is about building this environment about building this greenhouse in the pre-meeting we love to share testimonies with each other bring stories of what God's done both for you and with the kids during the week share testimonies about what happened in the, the previous week we like to talk about, okay, what's God saying? What's he saying this morning? We've got our programme, but is anyone here feeling or sensing what God wants to do Wants to do this morning? I've talked about it already, but worship. By worshipping, it starts to build expectation about what God's going to do in the room. And then we welcome God's presence into the room. We pray for an atmosphere change. With the principle that God is everywhere, but he goes where he's welcome. Do you take time, you know, before you're doing stuff with kids to actually welcome the Holy Spirit into the room? Say, okay, Holy Spirit, we just want to hand it over to you this morning. What do you want to do? I feel like this is all basic stuff, but it's just reminding ourselves that doing this will make a huge difference. When you've got the kids or the youth, do you build expectation? I like to build expectation all the way through. So even right at the start, I like to say, do you know what? God's with us today. He's got presence for you. He's got things he wants to say to you. He's going to speak to you today. You, all you've got to do is listen. And we get them to put their hands out in front and say, okay, God's got presence for you today. Are you going to accept them? Are you going to listen for them? Are you going to hear what God's saying? Also, um, yeah, I like to say how special, how exciting, and how different the meeting is going to be today. Oh, it's going to be great today. God is here. God's with us. He really wants to speak to you. And then we'll invite the Holy Spirit to come. And another great thing is to get the children to share testimony of what he's been doing in them. It builds faith and it opens the door to him again. And also when there's an atmosphere shift in the room, a bit like we had this morning. Do you say that to the children. Wow. Have you noticed that the atmosphere in the room has changed? And then I might say to one of the children, Hey, John, what's, what's going on? Have you noticed that? What are you feeling? And they'll often say, Yeah, I've really noticed that. Or, 
I think there's an angel over that stood over there in the corner. That's why we've got an atmosphere of change in the room. I've been, <laughs> I'm completely blown away by what children see. They don't have to unlearn things. They don't have a junior Holy Spirit. They are, they are fully set up and ready to go. I mean, fully set up and ready to go. I've been staggered at the number of children we've had through that can see into the supernatural, uh, and they almost don't. They almost don't think. They just assume everybody can. And I think I want to see like that. But just talking about all these things all the time builds expectation. And along with the honour and the, the mix of honour and expectation, it builds that greenhouse. And then the other thing, of course, is worship. So we say that worship is the most important thing that we're going to do today. I, I would say most of our pivotal breakthroughs with the kids has come when we've been worshipping it's great to worship in the pre-meeting and one of the reasons why we worship in the pre-meeting is so that uh, uh, we've done it ourselves already so when we're saying to the kids worship is the most important thing we do today I need to have known beforehand that worship has been the, the, the top thing that we're doing as leaders we've been worshipping because we know that that changes the atmosphere we had a uh, an amazing some amazing breakthroughs in worship one of them is I don't know about you but uh, sometimes we found it was difficult to get 100% of the kids engaged in worship do you ever have that? we've got those that are wandering around and not part of it and one, one day I was going God can we ever you know, are we ever going to see all the children worshipping and uh, he showed me a picture of all of our children completely engaged in worship and I remember when it actually happened I was stood at the back of the room and I suddenly saw it I, I saw every child engaged and I just saw the Holy Spirit in the room and it was just like a, it was, it, you could almost see it physically like a whirlwind once they caught it and they were all involved those that would normally not be up for it were actually in it and wanting to be in it and they were more excited to be in that than to be doing uh, other things so I want to encourage you it is possible you can see all your kids worshipping and one of the things that's been a, a huge key for us is we tend to talk about worship is well this is worship time so it's just between you and God don't you know no visiting your friends no nudging no chatting and uh, and one occasion I felt God say actually we do this as a team Yes, you're, you're worshipping indivi- you know, as individuals, but as a group, get them to worship together as a team. Just say it has a massive impact if you're not all doing it together. You know, just think of the impact you're having on others. Uh, and we see breakthrough uh, by doing that. So in the worship, we also speak out truths. Uh, we do prophetic acts. Does anyone know what prophetic acts are? Has anyone t- heard me tell the story of um, Westminster Abbey when we first went to Westminster Abbey with Children Changing Nations? So the first time we went there, we were stood in the chapel and uh, somebody said to us, why not do a prophetic uh, act? I think you should do a prophetic act with the kids. And what they suggested is that we took a stone, an imaginary stone, and we just threw it down. They said, as you throw that down, it will be like the ripples, as the children pray, the ripples will go out throughout the nation. I thought, wow, that's powerful. Stood in, 
in Westminster Abbey doing that. So it's just a physical thing that the kids can do. As we formed into that circle, real sense of God's presence came. And then the kids just spoke it out and they threw their imaginary stone in and we, we watched the ripples go out, which is tremendous. And they did it just nine days before the royal wedding of Will and Kate and they actually, the circle was formed on the spot where they signed the register. Um, so that was quite a powerful deposit to leave in the Abbey. Um, but about two years after that, I was watching the television and there was a programme about Westminster Abbey and uh, they did an interview with the PA to the Dean of Westminster Abbey. And they said, so if you were going to describe what it was like in this Abbey, everything that goes on, you know, you, you, you tend to know the ins, uh, ins and outs of this place, the nuts and bolts. In a sentence, how would you describe what happens in this place? And she, you know, I was sitting there on the TV watching, and she said, do you know... She said, it's like this. If you took a stone and you just threw it down into a pond, it would be like the ripples going out across the nation. Well, I nearly fell over at that point. <laughs> uh, prophetic acts can be really, really powerful, and children can, can hear from God. A prophetic act could be as simple as just taking you know, a step altogether, saying, yeah, we're going to step into this. So that's part of our worship as well. And another thing that really we've seen invites God's presence into the room is uh, we might ask children, what does Jesus do? What does he do? Just ask that as a question. And as they start speaking out what Jesus does, you can feel the, pre- you can feel the atmosphere in the room change. Or just speak out, what is Jesus like? And when they start doing that, they really get into it and and, and go for it. So that's worship. Honour, expectation and worship. If you did those three things, and I'm sure you're doing a lot of these things already, but I guarantee you can see uh, that environment change and start to see children hearing from God and see the supernatural in your in your kids' ministries. I'd love to... I don't want to stand here talking any longer. I could talk all day. I want to do some practical stuff. So, have have we got some things? So, what we've asked the children to do is to... um, do some heart art or prophetic art, whichever you prefer and we've just asked them to ask God what he wants to say potentially to some of you that come here to the seminar so they're going to bring them up let's give them a round of applause Can I go anywhere first? Yeah. Yes. So, we start, it's Isabel, isn't it? So, you've got some words there. Do you know who any of them are for? Okay. Do you want to show us what you've got? So, we've got um, this Bible verse. Bible verse. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. So, I'm going to ask you to look out there. And ask God who it's for. Just ask me, you'll point somebody out. You got somebody? 
to think about that moment. Have you got somebody for any of these? Has anyone got any, anyone for any of these yet? So how are we going to do this? <laughs> I, I think people can claim them. Claim them? Yes. Okay, let's do it that way. So who would like to, you read that out again nice and loud, who would like to claim this for themselves? Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Okay. Oh, I'll claim it to you. You're going to claim that? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And you'd be asking who, who they for. Ask God to point somebody out. The one that you read out this earlier. This one's definitely for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to encourage you as well. This one was um, something that God's been speaking to me about, and I randomly came to this one. And the moment you started saying this, I knew this one was for me. So that was mm-hmm. wow. So this is a beautiful picture that says, "You will grow old with me, God, in the Spirit." Got any idea who that's from? Anyone wants to claim that one? Oh, I bet That's a beautiful picture. Do you want to read it? God will be with you through night and day and make you bright with his love for you. You don't know. Okay. Who wants to claim that right there? It says, go. I've that one. You're claiming that one. There you go. Fantastic. Thank well you. Done. Thank, Thank you. you. Well done, Isabel. Amelie, <laughs> that's right. So, do you want to describe them, Amelie? What you've got? Um, so, my first one is a dandelion. Mm-hmm. It's really fresh and green. Mm-hmm. And it's do you know what it means? Yeah. Um, you know what it means? Yeah, I do exactly know what it means. Um, God made me, I nearly brought it. God made me make this seed pod of a dandelion clock. And um, if you look at it, it's very amateurish and it's very... But I was, one day, well, during worship one day, God, when I was talking to God about this uh, thingy, and you know when you for your children first make a scribble, but you, as a parent, you just think it's fabulous. God said to me, it's just the best dandelion clock in the world. <coughs> Sorry. It's fantastic. Well, you see, you've been, you're at your spot. <laughs> so what have we got here? Wow. <laughs> 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 
Does that one relate to anybody? There we go. Mm-hmm. Well done. So I, I just started a new job, and so it, it's a bit of a big job. I think I'm very different to what I used to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I used to work in finance, and now I'm our youth leader for our local wow. church. Wow. <laughs> so knowing God's with me is really important right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll do this one. I've got, I don't Two birds in a tree with a cloud and rain and sun behind. Family. Right, hang on to that one. What else have you got? I think that might be for me. Do you know what it means? Um, yeah, I, I yes. yes. I've got a family yeah. situation um, which is about one of my children, um, a grown up child. But I, yeah, I feel God's kind of encouraging me, um, which I can encourage him in this. So thank you very much. Mm-hmm. This last one, it's got the three crosses from when like Jesus was crucified and that. And it's got some mainly pointing on to the middle one. It says the promises of the Lord can be trusted. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I'm not sure it might be for everyone, it might just be for one specific person, I'm not sure. Well, we're all taking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like it. You'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> You might be nervous in bringing forward ideas and suggestions, but there is no shame in God, no shame in receiving the Holy Spirit, no shame be bold. Wow. Wow. And it says no shame. Anyone who needs or feels they need to open up more. Yeah. But I don't think it's for me. No, actually. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think it's for someone else. I'm just going to um, go out and live here. So <coughs> and then this one says, uh, it's a picture of the world. With, uh, I think a flag at the top. So God is pouring out his grace on the world. 
For everyone. Yeah. Okay, we'll send it round. <laughs> and then this one says, Jesus will help you, he will be your hero. He is your God, he will be upon you. And then it's a picture of a sort of rowing something or other. Would <laughs> 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 that resonate with anybody? Yeah, but I've already got one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be greedy. No one else is jumping up and down. Mm -hmm. Unless you've got anyone you want to give it to? No, thank you. If you just tell him there's a youth pass, we need as many as you can. <laughs> 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 and, and then this one, um, actually, the, the child that we came up with this one just was struggling to find anything. Um, so he came up with a picture of a goal with a football. Mm. Um, and I said, so what does that mean to you? So do, does it, is it the the thrill of getting a goal or is it the um, skill in getting a goal and, and he felt that actually it was more that it was um, he was praying for someone who didn't have a goal who really wanted to play football to, to be given a goal that he could go out and do his skill and play football so I'm not sure it is for anybody unless it resonates with anybody um, but it was more his plea that other kids could play in the same way that he enjoys playing Thank you, Wade. You had to do, um, do this now. <laughs> yeah, bring it in. So, one of the things, um, one of the things we love to do, uh, particularly uh, backing out the whole thing of honour and finding the, the gold in each other, is uh, we use uh, our throw. This isn't actually our throw, this is the Derby throw, which is like. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <laughs> our throwing doesn't look like this, let me tell you. Um, but what it's great, great to do is just to reaffirm identity. But we'll actually, lot, we'll use this uh, in schools as well. So we'll put a child in the throne and we'll just uh, uh, maybe ask the, the uh, head teacher, you know, is there a child that doesn't normally get complimented or is going through stuff? And we'll put them in the child and we'll get the other children just to say, uh, encouraging things over them. And it's a great way to teach the, the prophetic as well um, yeah. to children. So I thought we could do that right now. So would somebody like to come and sit in our throne? And yeah, come on then. Uh, and we'll get. Oh, oh sorry. So you came at once. It's a competition. <laughs> you can come in a minute. So, so this is this is Karen. So kids, do you want to come round and stand round round Karen? Janet, you can join in as well. Yeah. So what we say to the children is, uh, um, you know, when you bring words, we have a, an A, B, C, D. That your words always build up, cheer up, and help them to draw near to Jesus. Have you heard that before? Always build up, cheer up, and draw near to Jesus. So we can use that as a little bit of a, a test. Now, I'm just going to give you about 20 seconds to hear from God this morning, mm -hmm. this afternoon, isn't it? And then uh, uh, we're hearing for God from Karen, things that will build her up, cheer her up, and draw her near to Jesus. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to have 20 seconds to hear from God. Karen, is it okay if they put their hands up here? Absolutely. Do you want to just put hands on Karen? Mm -hmm. Father God, I just uh, pray that you would bring words now, that you would uh, give words that we couldn't possibly know. Mm. 
these kids couldn't possibly know. They can bring to Karen. Thank you, Lord. Just going to wait in the Holy Spirit. So it may just be the first thing that comes to your head. You've got something yeah. already, haven't you? Here we go. Yeah, so when I actually saw you and when you came to sit in the chair, and like, God said something about being helpful, like either you're helpful to someone or you feel like you want to do something, but you're not quite sure. I'm not, I'm not sure what that is. That's good. Well I have a picture of an apple that's been eaten in two. It's on the table. Apples on the table that's been bitten into. What do you think that might mean? Have a think about what you think it might mean. It's great. Um, I've got like a picture of like a huge crowd, but it was like pitch black, and then there was just one tiny dot of like light. Like that tiny dog was coming, and like she was like trying to spread his legs throughout the dog. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> 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 and I saw a picture of um, a beach, and there was a feeling of you know the sort of soft waves that you see coming up the beach, but then then also waves can be fierce and rolling onto the beach and. There was something about your character in that you were able to be soft and gentle when you need to be, but actually you can bring a word and you can bring a dynamic something when also you need to. Um, that was, yeah. Just to say about being helpful, uh, the reason I came to this <coughs> is because I teach children, they're like 10 year olds, four to six, um, and I'm desperate to get them part of the worship and, and I've been sort of doing a little bit of the prophetic, so this light, just, just hope that God, uh, it's, it's just the desire. Yeah. 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 So thank you. And uh, I think the uh, apple, I, I felt uh, it meant that you've, uh, you're doing something which you've uh, put down and you need to go back and uh, pick it up again. I feel God's asking you to go back and pick something up and possibly put down. Right. Mm -hmm. So, ponder that one. Well done, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So here's the drill. We're going to. Oh, there's one thing I forgot. So, um, Karen, did those words that uh, were brought, did they uh, build you up and draw you uh, closer to, and cheer you up? Draw yes, your closer to Jesus. Yes, because it yeah, tip, tip, tip me forward, you know. Yeah, pursue this. Fantastic. Yeah, so thank you. Okay, we're just going to ask Holy Spirit to come again. Your name is Adam. Yeah. Father God, we just uh, ask you to come again. Holy Spirit, we just pray that you would bring words for Helen that uh, encourage her and build her up, cheer her up, and draw her closer to you. Cheerful. It's very good. I got 
You got the word honest as well. You got the word. Wow. Okay, can you put your hands on? Uh, can I put the hands on of you, course, Helen? Yes, please. Can you just uh, pray for Helen and uh, thank God for her gift of honesty and just pray that it would be used. Thank you, Lord, that uh, that word happiness came too. And I just pray that you would uh, help Helen to spread your happiness, your light, wherever she goes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well done. So let me say, Helen, do you, do you feel those words um, cheered you up and drew, drew you closer to Jesus? Yes, I've had a really tough week. amazing but we might have time to use you again but I think I've got to do some question and answer so let's do that and then if we've got time we'll get the bubble out <laughs> has anyone seen the bubble yeah. oh my goodness you want to see that so does anyone have any questions or anything they want to say Yeah, I just wanted to ask, you asked the girls a number of times, um, so I'm just checking the how old girls are missing yeah. on that um, You asked, who do you think that's for? And you, I didn't hear you unpack how they were necessarily detecting who that may be for, and I was just wondering whether you could tell us a bit about how you train kids in terms of being able to discern who God might be picking out. So, I mean, obviously... I've not worked with these kids before them coming up here, or two years ago, I think. But uh, 
generally speaking, I don't have to do that uh, training. I think they would get used to, um, God would speak to them and say, yes, I think it's for um, Helen or I think it's for uh, Karen. But I think it actually is not so much them knowing it or not. I think it's more a case, just the courage to, yeah. to actually step out. Um, yeah, when we're, when we're tra training them, we often will just start by saying, well, bring, can you just bring some encouraging words to Karen, who's sitting on the, on the throne? And they just bring encouraging words. And then the next step would probably be, okay, we're going uh, to just take 20 seconds and ask God for a word. It may just be a single word, and that's the easiest thing. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the first word that comes into your head. Yeah, yeah. Don't overthink it. It's probably mm -hmm. just the first thing that you think of. And I mean, you get some remarkable things. I mean, if you think of the number of words in the <coughs> dictionary, the chance of two children bringing honesty at the same time, I mean, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. God just drops those yeah. words in. And then, so we practice that for a little bit. And then the next thing we would do is say, okay, so what do you think though, what do you think God might be saying to uh, Helen or to Karen through the, these words? So there'd be those three stages. And then what I'd normally do is get them to, okay, you had that word, pray that in. Actually put your hand on them, pray the, pray the word in. I think the heart heart is just a, a matter of practice. But it, I mean, when I started doing this, I've got a story um, which can't appear on the, on the, uh, so on there, which you can see. Any other questions? Yeah, so in schools, we, uh, two of us go in and run assemblies, or worship as I think it's now yeah, called. It, yeah. uh, so that's great because it's something you can put in, in front of the school and invite children to come up and sit on the throne. So if we're doing something about identity or royalty, we'll, we'll use the throne in that, in that way. And they love that in schools, particularly if you talk to teachers beforehand and get somebody that wouldn't normally get a chance to be uh, put out at the front. But the throne, I mean, we've had some amazing times on the throne. and We had uh, the throne out just, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, and we had a child who <coughs> can see into the supernatural praying for somebody and came up to me and said, uh, the guy on the throne, he's got, uh, he's got something dark on his shoulder. I really think, uh, you know, he's got a demon sitting on his shoulder. You know, I'm thinking, oh great, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for him it was like, he said, well, do you know what to do? He said, yeah, can I, can I pray? And so he went back and prayed this off, uh, off this guy, and the guy was completely uh, mm. transformed. Oh, yeah. So we have seen, do you think of any other stories from the throne, Joe? been so many. The, who's been to the Devoted Festival and seen the encounter room? I mean these are things called encounter stations. We've got five minutes so would you like to see a giant bubble because yeah. this is something you can, uh, we can get the kids up again. Let's have a look. This is again something we uh, we use as an encounter station. 
Just need the platform. Oh, it's there. What we do with the Bible, we say to um, children or adults, or whoever comes on it, you can't see God. So you say about that, isn't it? You say you can't see God, but He's uh, with us all the time. And the bubble just uh, is a reminder that He surrounds you like a bubble. Wherever you go, His presence goes with you. Um, I said this to uh, a child once. Said, "Now I've got down like this. The bubble means you can't see. Uh, you can't see God." It's, it's, uh, so we've got this bubble, and he looked at me as if I was an idiot, and he said, yes, you can. <laughs> what do you mean you can't see God? I said, you mean you can see God all the time? He says, yes, I can. So I said, so what do you see now? Well, I said, he said, I can see God sitting on his throne up there, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. So... This is another great way of teaching the prophetic so kids do this, uh, doing the same as we did before. So I'm going to invite one of you to come on the bubble and we'll get the kids to pray for you again. Yeah, come on then. Janet, you'll have to do it because he's a tall guy. So, <laughs> so we're going to... Um, you're going to pray. So if you just like to stand facing everyone, try not to get your feet wet. Yeah. We had a we had a, we had a child on here once, and uh, his grandma was uh, stood here, uh, and uh, he got on the throne. And she was completely shocked. I said, well, "What's wrong?" Uh, and uh, said, "Well, my grandson." walks on the sides of his feet like that, he can't actually walk flat-footed, but when he stood on there, his feet went flat, and he walked off, uh, so we've had heat, we've had heat. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about building expectation again, yeah. building expectation, we've seen people baptised on the Spirit on here, filled with the Spirit, you both feel the Spirit Not coming on. The Holy Spirit comes very powerfully, particularly when children pray as well, so you're up for praying as well. Afterwards. What's your name, by the way? Andy. Andy. Okay, we're just going to... So you can't see God all the time, but he's mm -hmm. around you, his presence is surrounding you. He's going to pull this up. And um, just be open to Holy Spirit touching you. It's going to be good. Here we go. Oh, wow. Come on, Holy Spirit. Let's do it again. You can do this with your kids. <laughs> right. May you put the hands on me? Is that all right? Yeah. God to give you a word. It might just be one word, it might be more. What's God saying for Andy as he stands on the Bible? Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit's here. Here he comes. Yeah, it's really powerful on you, Andy. He's got something. You think you've got something on there? What did you have? I got the word unique. Unique? Wow. That's a good word. I got a picture of, um, like, the sky at night. But then something, like, the sun just 
Sometimes when we pull the bubble up, I don't know why, but over ladies, uh, we've had a number of ladies we pull the, the bubble up over, and they afterwards they're just going, I'm going, what, what is it? And they just say, it's so hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Holy Spirit heat, um, spilling expectations. <laughs> Come, Holy Spirit. I don't know that when you were laughing, 
like it was making me laugh and see like I'm um, gonna laugh and stuff. I feel like God's made you and He's made you for a purpose, like to spread out His words, spread out His joy and His yeah. hope and stuff like that. Yeah. Hold on. I at the moment in school I'm doing um, the Maya and they You're doing what? The Maya. The Maya. And they're like really long time ago. Um but they like the most precious stone they would use was called jade. <laughs> <laughs> and I think God was just wants to see like you're really like you're precious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So precious. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow, both of those things, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, all these things are, all of these things are God, things God has said to me before, um, and this is something that the dandelion thing said to me earlier. Thank you so much for coming. If somebody will, you know, if you want to get on the bubble, mm-hmm. we can do more. But uh, it really is time to go and get a coffee. So.
listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk.